Yeah, how are you going? On this episode of the Chip Away podcast, I'm joined by Ryan Eddy, mathematical genius, grower of roses, lover of structure, legendary inventor. You're going to hear all about it. Buckle up. It's going to be a good one. Enjoy. Ryan, thanks for coming on the podcast, bro. Uh, we made this one happen pretty quick. You are the brains behind Quick Chippy. Um, some people know that app through their experience on Instagram. Hopefully today we're going to get into a bit more about that, but I'd like to kick off podcasts and ask some personal stuff about you to kind of introduce yourself to the audience. So yeah, if you could tell us a little bit about who you are and what's your background and what's your relationship to the trades and we'll get into it, mate. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. And thanks for having me here. I, uh, as I just mentioned to you off air, I am a bit of a fan of your podcast, so it's great <laughs> to be here. Cheers, bro. Uh, I grew up uh, in Geelong and Victoria and didn't have a big interest in trades as a kid. I was more into sports and that kind of thing. Dad was a sparky, but he was a, um, an industrial sparky, so it was kind of around me, but wasn't really thrust in our face. Did Finished school and just fell into a horticulture apprenticeship, of all things. Um, so I grew flowers. That was my first job. Right. Yeah. And I used to watch my mates go off to, you know, their, their other trade jobs and be like, oh, man, I'm going to grow flowers again. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I, I did two apprenticeships back to back. I finished the horticulture apprenticeship and oh, I moved wow. into – a carpentry apprenticeship, which was just based on, I, ha, I had no idea. I did not know anything about carpentry when I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a good mate of mine was just finished his carpentry apprenticeship himself and started a business. And I went in as his apprentice. Basically, right. he was immediately just, just out of his apprenticeship. So, yeah, that's how it all came about to start with. That's cool, man. Yeah, interesting uh, background. And so, so how how long's a horticulture apprenticeship? Uh, by the way, it it was four years. So wow, yeah, I, okay. I must have been twenty two when I finished that. Yeah, so I was basically an apprentice from from uh, seventeen till twenty six. <laughs> yeah, that was but... fun being an apprentice wage just for eight years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel you there far out. That's yeah, that's full on, but you've, um, you're a professional in two fields, which is pretty cool. Are you still kind of, um, in touch with, uh, your inner flower grower? <laughs> you know what? I, I walked away from that thinking I'm never going to look at another. I grew roses specifically and I hate roses. Oh, right. things. <laughs> um, but as I've gotten older and, uh, I've got little kids. They're sort of interested in seeing, you know, plants grow and how things work. And I've, you know, that knowledge that I gained back then, I guess, is has got, you know, it goes around and comes back in a good way as you get a little bit older. Yeah. And I suppose as old people like gardening, so I suppose that's upon me in another twenty years or so, and I might have a little bit of base knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Oh man, I'm I'm a keen gardener. Eh? I love getting out in the garden. That's like that's uh, where most of my free time goes when I get it, especially on a on the weekend. Uh, so that's pretty cool that you're kind of still in with it. Um, 
man roses that's that's out of it so you, you would have grown those obviously like commercially um because what's the difference between a horticultural sort of apprenticeship and studying horticulture uh it's i guess i guess it's it's um just horticulture apprenticeships just the way that you um get into it here in australia it's okay. like a, that's your cert for um you do a uni degree it's like you know a couple of steps higher i suppose you just come in at a higher level yeah. um, at the end of that but it's yeah it's it's basically horticulture covers off uh nursery it covers off um botanical gardens all those kind of things. Do you testing me out here? I can't remember much. Of that, but... <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's uh, mine was so specific. It was like growing roses in hot houses. We had a bunch of hot houses. Um, it was all done hydroponically, which was of interest to some of my shadier mates back <laughs> when I was eighteen or so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a bit of knowledge around hydroponics which is sometimes you know interesting pub conversation absolutely um, yeah 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 and um, yeah yeah so that that we, we were in hot houses and you know i just was diving my arms into a bunch of rose bushes day after day getting cut up and i worked on my own a lot that was actually another thing that drew me towards carpentry at the mm. end of it was the the idea that i might have some people to work with because i worked on my own a lot in the horticulture Right, yeah, that's quite a change then, eh? So, I mean, let's lead in. How did you find that? Because a carpentry, especially when you're in, I don't know what, kind of what they call them in Aussie, whether they call them a team or a gang or when you're in with a bunch of carpenters um, who maybe you build with regularly, it's a pretty close-knit environment compared to if you've been working on your own uh, with things and not people for a long time. Yeah, that was actually, it was like finding my happy place when I found, you know, I could go and work with a bunch of mates and, or a bunch of new mates, as a lot of, a lot of the times it is on site. Um, and yeah, I was really into sports. So I was like that team sort of atmosphere that really drew me in. That that initially that was probably a bigger draw card than the actual work itself. Mm. True. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's quite common. I hear that people get into the trades actually for the culture you know not so much to learn a practical skill but they just they see that lifestyle and they go oh yeah i want to be a part of that yeah yeah definitely definitely that was the case for me mm. um from there you sort of find i very quickly found that i like the work too so i mean yeah. it just it sort of all, all fell into place for me really once i found carpentry awesome Cool, man. So talk to me about your apprenticeship and, and how that all went. You, you realized pretty quickly that carpentry was for you by the sounds of it and that uh, horticulture was uh, past you. And yeah, tell me about your experiences on site and, and maybe a quick tour through your apprenticeship. Yeah, uh, as I said uh, before, I, I worked for a mate who was, who was a year older than me. So we were, you know, two young guys. I had to and as he was a mate before I started working for him, I sort of had to find a a way to fall into that role at work where, mm. you know, let him be the boss and me be the underling and take orders and all of that. And then we'd we'd get to Friday night and we'd be going to the same parties and, and <laughs> falling back into just being side by side mates. So that was it was an interesting dynamic. But mm. he was he was actually really really exceptional mate to work for in that he didn't. 
kind of uh, he didn't put that over me at the time. So mm. he he just wanted he just was an absolute frother on carpentry. So he was just like mad for building stuff. He was probably the complete opposite to me in that he was just like really practical. Um, didn't really stop to nut things out. Um, you know, on paper, he just went for it and built stuff and he was really good at it. Sick. And he, he gave me, he gave me a work ethic. That's what he gave me. He, I, I walked out of horticulture where I could just kind of float along. And he, the first thing he said to me was, there's never a time that you won't be able to do anything on a job site. So pretty much from now on, you're doing something. <laughs> you'll yeah. start off knowing, you'll start off knowing how to sweep the floor. And as you know more, you'll be able to do more. So that was kind of, that was probably the most memorable bit of advice I got in my apprenticeship and I still pass it on to apprentices today. Mm. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That That is a key one. Eh? Yeah, I say to apprentices as well, it's like get ready to work, especially if you've been in a, used to a different work environments. Uh, one thing you'll learn in the trades is like <laughs> it's nonstop all the time. You're going to work all day, every day almost. So, yeah, that is a great 100%. thing. Yeah. A hundred percent. You see goes with that. I reckon it's almost to a day, a month when anyone starts in carpentry or like, you know, laboring on a job site or the, you know, brickies, concreters, all of those heavy labor jobs. The first month they're just walking around looking like they're about to fall asleep. And then the month mark hits and their eyes just pop wide awake and they're like, right, I can do this. I mean, yeah. yeah, let's rock and roll. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's true, eh? I think it beats you up for the first few months just on the work ethic side. But uh, were you surprised by how much work you're actually able to take on? Not necessarily like learning really quickly, but going from, you know, one speed to another speed and then realizing actually I can maintain at this pretty high level of output. Uh, and it's, you get used to it, you know, it doesn't, it's not as hard as when you first started to be able to build that quickly or to be able to run around all day and sometimes not even stop for yeah. life, you know? I think um, I found that probably what was one of my strengths early days definitely wasn't using tools and all that. That took me a while. That that came to me slowly. But my strength was that I, I loved, you know, the physical side of it. So if someone said, go and move that stack of timber, yeah, I, my eyes would light up and I'd be like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, because you know, I could, I could impress that way. Like, yeah. It didn't take, it didn't take, it didn't show a lack of knowledge that I may have had at that stage. I didn't feel like I was behind in there in that I could just go and pick up the timber and move it over there and get excited by the fact that I could, you know, jump in and contribute and be good at something straight away. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important. Eh? If you can do those things early in your game to gain some confidence, then when the opportunity presents itself for you to learn a practical skill, you kind of back yourself a little bit because you know you have been able to contribute to the team in the past and it's like, okay, here's my time to go on the tools. So did you find that as well, that that early installed kind of work ethic helped you develop practical skills as well? Yeah, I think so. I think and and having a good a good boss, you know, a, mm. a good mate and a good boss who was willing to teach me, you know, from the start. He he pretty much as soon as I was willing to put in, he was willing to show me how to do stuff. Um and 
you see other kids, some kids come through and they've, you can tell they've already used tools a lot and they're good at it and they can jump straight into all the, you know, the tool use stuff. They might not be as good on the, you know, they might not be as good physically yet, but they're, they're good with the tools. I was, as I said, the opposite and having, being able to just jump into the physical side of things straight away and then, you know, gain the confidence from that, as you said, and then go on to, learn you know i'm still learning how to use tools i won't lie to you oh yeah we <laughs> um, all are mate. You know, yeah. the fine the fine the fine detail it's it's not my natural happy place you know i i'm structure and structure and the physical side of things they come very naturally to me but mm. um the fine detail is still a skill i'm learning and i have massive enthusiasm towards learning that these days because I'm I'm up to it now. But yeah, it is. It's it does give you confidence to find something early on that you feel like you can do, and then move into the next things. I do think that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have to kind of not start small, but I uh, guess uh, bear the weight that you can carry and sort of move up that way. Don't try and dive in the deep yeah. end and hop on a trim router on your first day or something like that you know yeah uh, that's it like would yeah. you say now that you ha- would you say now that you have something that like straight away you're like yeah that's my thing that's what i'm good at that's what i love uh, uh, an area of carpentry you know before i started with my current company it was definitely the finishing side of it uh yeah i loved it i was just in my zone in fact it was kind of like my version of horticulture where I, there were certain things I could work, walk a line and we'll be building a sp- style uh, gosh, we'll be building a spiral staircase and like um, trimming out the wall with paneling and dado rails and stuff like that. And uh, steam bending timber. And I would just be like, Oh, this is me. And, and, and you know that you've got like a month to finish the staircase because it just takes so long in this fine detail and you could just get in the zone and do it. And I love that part. But now I'm working for a company who do, basically bigger builds um and i got to build my first precast panels uh, earlier uh, sorry middle of last year oh, yeah, sick. and stand those up with cranes and and prop them and set them out and land big structural steel and now i'm just fizzing on structure so i don't know if i have a, <laughs> yeah, if yeah, i have yeah. a if i have a go-to um I think that's probably the best thing about carpentry and it leads to what you're saying. If you know, you can be useful in the early stages and then you realize the more you develop in your apprenticeship, I think the more you respect carpentry as a whole and you're just like, man, there's so much to learn. And I'm, and you know, you're in a career where you're never going to stop learning and you can always get better. I think that's pretty, it's just fun to be a part of, man. You can't beat that for a career, whatever you're doing, if whether it be construction or not, if you're engaged in something that you can always develop and grow and gain a new skill, then like you're in the place you need to be, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. You definitely can't run out of learning when it comes to carpentry. You might no. get good at some stuff, but there's always something to learn. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and you once you think you're good at something, and then someone comes along and just is on that whole other level that you didn't think was even there at the thing you're best at, yeah. <laughs> yeah. then you're like, oh no! <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Yeah, big time. Yeah, you thought you were a carpenter until the, some, yeah. some bloke turns up on site and just buries you, and you're like, oh man, it's 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 uh. <laughs> It can be depressing like instantly, but then also it's 
it gives you a bit of enthusiasm to be like, whoa, I didn't know there was another level, just like your capacity to um, increase your work ethic and get more done during the day on site and getting used to maintaining a, yeah, the higher pace of, of work environment. I suppose it's the same thing in terms of practical skills. Like you didn't know you could go further, but actually you can, which is yeah exciting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I mean, let's talk about what, what do you get up to now on the tools? Are you still, you're still building? Obviously we're going to get to the chippy at, um, quick chippy at next, but what are you doing now? You're still a carpenter? Yeah, sure. I am. I, um, I have the last few years I've spent, I've sort of done, I built my own place, um, mm. which we built out of probably about 80% recycled building materials. So that threw in its own interest and challenges. That's cool. Um, uh, yeah, and I've built my brother-in-law's place, and I've just finished on my father-in-law's place. So oh, well, <laughs> it's been in in the family for the last few years. Um, we've had my wife Soph had uh, had a bit of an unexpected illness and had to learn to pretty much learn to walk again about eighteen months ago. So we've wow. had an interesting eighteen months, which has kept me off off the tools a fair bit and out of everything really i've been looking after the kids and and everything's all on the mend and all well again but um that Mm -hmm. you know threw up its own challenges so i've had a bit of time to sit back and you know think about what i do and don't like and as is everyone with the covid thing of the last the last year or so but yeah i got a head start on that downtime yeah right well yeah okay interesting so uh was that before or after Quick Chippy? Uh, Quick Chippy is actually uh, 2011. So my daughter oh, was right. born in 2011. Mm-hmm. And at the time I had um, I had a business partner and be- between uh, me and him and we had four others on. So there were six of us, actually five others on, so seven of us. And then he, he had to leave and have a knee reconstruction and a shoulder reconstruction at the same time. So lucky him. Wow. Um, which left me with, with six guys and two or three jobs to go to at any one time and a newborn baby. And I was just <laughs> kind of doing that thing that we do as tradespeople where you just get in a spin and can't stop the spin. Yeah. <laughs> You know, late nights doing the bookwork and and you know, ten hours on the tools and all the rest of it that goes with and and a newborn baby that you know was adding to the joy of where everything was at and that was actually I spent a lot of that time those nights while spinning from the amount of work that I had to do. Oh no, there's got to be something else I can do here. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'd had this, I'd had this uh, this idea in my head for for ages. I used to use maths a lot more than the guys that I worked with. I used to um, maths was my thing at school, and you know, I found maths interesting, which is strange to many people that hear that statement. But <laughs> I, I liked, I liked the accuracy of it. So yeah. I, I always liked to, you know, have things really dialed down before I built them. So I was always on the on the calculator, working everything out, and I'd started making these calculations just to make things 
quicker for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so anyway, that that was at the same time that I had all that all this stuff going on with work and new baby, and and uh, I happened to have a good mate who I played footy with um, was a web, is a web developer and graphic designer, and I said to him one day, I was like, "Is this possible to?" make this into sort of a website so I can use it a little bit easier. I've got these calculators that I've made. And uh, apps were just a new thing at that point in time. And he said, I'm really interested in, in learning how to make apps. I said, oh, yeah, I've heard of those. <laughs> that was about where apps were at at the time. Yeah. And, uh, and so we did. So, uh, yeah, so Quick Chippy was basically running measurements you know you're setting out weatherboards on a weatherboard stop and you you divide up your your overall and then you've got to put in 122.8 plus 122.8 plus you know over and over again as you set out your weatherboard stuff i was like this would be so much easier if it was in the list mm. and that was pretty much where quick chippy was born right yeah uh, from wanting to have that calculator for myself so yeah, so I, I made that calculator um, on a spreadsheet and I passed it to my mate. And he said, yeah, we can work with this. And so I started making many more calculators <laughs> and relearning how to do a lot of maths <laughs> that I'd learned in high school where it, when the teacher said, you'll need this one day, I said, no, I won't. <laughs> well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're right. You've got to suck it up and listen to your teachers now. I've learned that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so so that's how Quick Tippy came about originally. It was just that I, I I felt like there was an easier way to do some some calculations on the calculator, and so I set about seeing if I could do that. And uh, Benny, my mate, who's the wizard that sprinkles the magic on the calculators that I come up with and turns them into apps, <laughs> he um he sat down and put a lot of work in, and and Quick Tippy was born. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's a cool story to get it started. And uh, it's cool that it was born kind of out of your love of maths or your love of accuracy. And I think that that shows in uh, building, even if you're not mathematically minded, what you're doing, especially as a carpenter every day, is kind of uh, maths in real time. You know, it's seeing the power of mathematics in front of you uh, by you cutting things and putting them together and uh it's quite interesting so i can appreciate that that's how it came up and and definitely can um appreciate what you're saying about how important maths is man maths was actually my weakest subject in school absolutely and now it's like probably the only thing i used i shouldn't say that but like one of the most (laughs) used subjects um, from high school yeah it's funny how many how many guys like uh, you work with on site, I obviously probably have the conversation more more often, given that I've gone and made quick chippy. But mm. um, how many guys either struggled with maths or hated maths, or just you know that just wasn't their thing, and they've gone on to be carpenters and <laughs> and quite good carpenters too. You know, like yeah. it's 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 almost like. Um, you know, all that mumbo jumbo that you learn at school, like you get to see it, like you said, you get to see it in real life and then it means something to you. Yeah. So you can go, oh, actually, you know, I do like what this produces. 
Yeah, I wonder if it's maybe the way it was taught. I don't know, because I think now I think maths is just amazing, you know, and and then you go like to the next step of maths and you talk about like physics and the things they can do there with mathematics. It's just unreal when you realize the power of it. But because it's so abstract, um, someone probably who's practically minded, who's maybe going to head towards a trade, is just like, I can't learn all this theoretically. I need to like understand it applicated into the real world yeah yeah it needs to happen in real time for practically minded people that's right yeah i think so yeah so um yeah so i mean the calculations that you're coming up with the cool thing about it for carpenters and how obviously it kind of fits into what you're doing it's something that you were doing every day on site because they're kind of uh carpentry specific targeted calculations that you're repeating quite often um and you've found a way to make those more efficient so the first what was the first thing that you thought was setting up weatherboards on on like your profiles or, or whatever you want to call them stop ends i think yeah yeah that. that running measurement yeah. I, I mean that yeah there's there's plenty of applications for running measurements once you you know once you think about it how many times you've got your calculator out over the years to to do that kind of thing um yeah. but that was that was basically the where it kicked off and then I thought, okay, what, what else can I make easier? And the old three, four, five, mm. you know, I, I thought that'd be cool if you could just put whatever measurement you've got for the length of your, you know, the side of your house and get your diagonal straight up. Ah, okay. So, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So you can put whatever you want. We, we made a calculator just to, you know, it's just a triangle calculator really, but it's, it's, it's set out for carpenters so it's you know whatever length your the side of your house is and the width of your house is you can just square it up with the exact diagonal that's Um, clever yeah yeah concrete quantities for stump holes we did that one yep um uh stairs it's got got a stair set out so just just, it's just a basic we really worked hard to keep it simple so that, that, that was the other thing, actually, just to deviate a little bit. Sure. When I looked at what was out there, uh, once the idea sort of started to take off and we, we decided on an app and et cetera, I started to look at what else existed and it was all engineering. So it was all really complicated. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, you picked it up and it could do the things that we were, these apps could do the things that we were doing, but you really had to, search through them to find the right application because they were they could do too much so yes we we just we ended up with um with just our one screen of basic calculators you click on one button and they go to that calculator and they do simple things such as like you know running measurements and how to square your house um mm. we have an equals equal spacings calculator so you can put any measurement into it and it just divides it up equally. That's and awesome. A max set out calculator, which is basically the same, but it allows for your first and last timber. Ah, so, nice. you know, if you're setting out deck joists or um, studs for a screen where the, the actual framework needs to be evenly spaced, it allows for that first and last timber. You just put the overall in and the width of your timber and hit one button and that's uh, it. It's yeah, all cool. there. That's clear. Start setting out. So yeah. it's kind of set up to do that add one calculation automatically in there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it's not stuff that people don't know how to do. It's stuff that people absolutely know how to do. It's just 
just I would, we just made it a little bit quicker yeah i think that's it it's not like you're making something for people who suck at maths it's just like man if you can be more efficient on site then like where's the Why downside yeah. yeah there's, there's yeah. none. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about um, we, um, we sell it for? Sorry, mate. We, no, we sell it for four dollars fifty. So we sell it for you know the cost of a pencil or two. Yeah. Um, basically, because it is just a. It's not something that you can't do with your calculator. It's just a, a quicker and easy way to do it. So I just we we just said right from the start, let's just give it to as many people as we can. I originally wanted to make it just for me. So the fact <laughs> that we made any money out of it's been a bonus. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that. Um, and I guess the thing with apps, I'm not crazy familiar with apps, but the way I see apps and especially one like yours is it's a place where all the information about a specific thing that you need is at, you know, instead of going to a whole bunch of different websites or all over the place, you can just go there and that's probably your go-to thing that you're on on site you know because you know everything that you yeah. need to do on site is there like i've seen on your app you can make lists and material measurements and you've got the smoko room and there's a lot yes. more going on as well as the calculators um so but, yeah so yeah. so you you've actually you've jumped ahead um to so originally the calculators were it mm -hmm. and um you've what you're referring to there's our quick chippy pro so got you that that was that's I think that was about 2016, yeah, 17 ish. Right. So that's it's it's sort of half as old as Quick Chippy. I see. So so sorry, it was so pretty much calculations for about five years. That and that's yeah, what yeah, doing. yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so I, I mean to jump around a little bit, we made Quick Chippy, and then um, we made Quick Dex, which was just specific to decking, um, mm -hmm. which reused a couple of those calculators um, with a little bit of how-to info but also i put in um some material quantity stuff so you could just type in the length and width of your deck and and it would spit out your lineal meters of timber plus your how many joists how many bearers how many stumps um just with a generalized setup for stumps and here's the kicker how many screws you need oh yes that's, that's, that's everyone's favorite far out, that's my yeah. selling that's my selling point too i'm like it costs four dollars fifty and you'll probably buy an extra box of screws worth 60 or 100 bucks <laughs> guaranteed <laughs> so I can tell you exactly how many screws you need <laughs> oh yeah shit yeah far out you buy that once and yeah, the, yeah it's paid for itself um multiple times over with the amount of series <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah Okay, cool. So you made and one then, for Dex, and and then where did it I go? So Dex, and then then we went on to uh, one called Quick Walls, which is raked walls. So, um, same terminology in NZ for a raked wall, an angle yeah, wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we we um, I don't know how how you do it, but like the 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 way forever over here has been to you know lay it out on the floor and flick it out with a chalk line. Measure your studs. Um, I thought, yeah, again, I thought got to be a better way. So the raked wall calculator is is you can put in your your length and length of your wall and a height and either your pitch or both heights at either end, and um, it spits out your studs at four fifty centers, and you can add in some positions for um, 
for your Windows studs and your Jam studs and all of that if you if you want to, um, and your top plate length because obviously your top plate length is different on a raked wall and yeah. the, the place that the studs strike the raked wall to to get a little bit technical, right? Um, yeah, I because see you know a four fifty center might be four seventy centers on the top plate as you mm. go up the rake. So again, for accuracy, I liked that that meant that everything was in exactly the same, exactly the right place. And yeah, and you could just go to the saw with a bunch of timber and just start cutting. So man, yeah, that's full yeah. have a look through that one. You'll really froth on that one. If you yeah, like it, I bet. Of it. yeah, that's intense. So is that, um, is that your brainchild? Are you still by this time? Are you still pumping out the maths for these calculations? Yeah. Yeah. That, so that one really tested me. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> That one, my, I was, I got lucky there actually. My wife, uh, Soph, was a maths tutor when she was in uni. Uh, okay. So I was like, uh, Soph, I know I've done this other stuff, but you might need to help me out a little bit here with this one. Oh, man. Because uh, I need to relearn trig. Yeah, far out. I wouldn't know where to so start. It's, so yeah, it's off it's to that. Like, <laughs> relearning it was really fun, actually. That's yeah, pretty right. sad, isn't it? That's yeah. The geek in me coming out. Um, yeah. But to turn it into one button push, that's the fun. Like you, you get on a spreadsheet and you do all the calculations, you know, separately, but then you've got to bracket them out and then be able to push one button and make it happen. Yeah, Man. but that was... That's clever. So to break that down, I'm, I'm interested in this. Like what, what kind of input do you need to feed the app in terms of getting all of that output and how to build your wall? So for uh, the the raked wall mm. calculator, sorry, I just you just dropped out there. Oh, um, sorry, mate. So, so for the raked wall calculator, um, you put in your length of the wall and thickness of your bottom and top plate, mm-hmm. um, and then you can you put in the length at the um, short point, yeah, and then either either the rake or the pitch of the rake or the height. Uh, at the at the at, long point, at the long point. Yeah. So either or of those things is two different calculators that do it either way. Yeah. So obviously, if you're matching to existing trusses or something like that, you'll put the pitch in. Um, sorry, if you're matching to trusses that you haven't put up yet, you'll put the pitch in. Um, but if you've got trusses um, or rafters there, and you're building a wall up to them, you've you've got exactly the heights that you need. So you just put the heights in, and away you go that way. Yeah. Cool. That's tidy. I like that. I, I like the, the idea of these calculators are cool because even now, sometimes um, I forget when you're doing day-to-day carpentry activities, you forget how many things you have to input into something where if you're finding out on like a, another website or if you're doing the math yourself, sometimes there's a lot more inputs and kind of yeah, how, how yeah, you yeah. get the answer you want. You know, I'll do it. Mate, we were doing it the other day. We've been building um, flat roofs on site probably for the last two, three weeks, really. Um, and uh, I'm on like three different <laughs> calculators and they give me different things for Pythagoras's theorem. You know, I know my degrees um, of fall. I know kind of uh, your high point and your rafter length or something like that. But then um, yeah, yeah. there's a whole lot you have to put into that. So do you guys have something for, for doing uh, f- like, I, I would call them flat roofs over here, but like low pitch uh, timber, you know, pitch your own roofs kind of thing. In New Zealand, at least we don't really, unless it's a 
well, I mean, we do do rafter roofs, but like truss roofs, we'll never build our own truss roofs really in New Zealand. But the most time we'll do it is like a flat roof where flat a, roof, a TPO, yeah, yeah. you know, butanol membrane will go over and you uh, sheath it with ply and um, yeah, yeah. away you go. So do you, you have a kind of, the long story short is, do you have a calculator that does that kind of stuff? So for the, to work out the rafter lengths? Yeah, or to, to work, work out, out I mean, um, so I guess you're trying to look for the missing number, you know, or if you know that it's like, for example, the, the places that we've been building at the moment, they've got different levels of flat roofs and they'll have internal gutters and then they'll also have a roof section where like your roof's falling at one degree and your gutters are at one and 300 and you know yeah. your rafter length, but you want to know what, to set your high point at, uh, say, I know I need to get from here to here. That's my length. Um, I know it's a two degree fall. Um, you know, at, can you get something to pump out? Oh, yeah, your high point, cut your high point at 80 mil and down to 20 at the other end, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, we've got in in the wall, in the ranked wall calculator, I've got. Um, just to try a basic triangle calculator mm-hmm. that where you can you can use any two measurements to get all the other measurements. Yeah, right. Nice. Um, for a triangle. So I guess yeah. that you, you do like once you start to do that kind of stuff. I, I put that in there because I wanted to use it, but once mm-hmm. you start to do that kind of stuff, I reckon you do need to understand the math a little bit yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like that that there's so many things that I actually use our apps for because I made them and know how the maths work that it just wouldn't be worth trying to explain. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that you just wouldn't explain. Like It'd just be ridiculous to try and say, oh, I used it in this exact application because I know that the maths does this, 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 and this. But the ranked wall calculators are actually a good one for that because you can use them for a lot of things. Like you can... Pretty much anything with a triangle shape in them, you can get something out of the ranked wall calculators, but you've got yeah. input plate thicknesses is zero and you got to tweak it a little bit to, you know, okay. to get the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But there is a triangle calculator in there that's just basic, um, basically for working out, you know, any the, part of the, the tri- any part of the triangle. Yeah. 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 Nice. No, that's good. Yeah, that that that's one thing that kind of always trumps me, or that I've come across other carpenters who, like, at least over here, if you're residential and if you're building houses, most of the roofs are pre-made, and you stand them up and you put the purlins on, and away you go. Um, but yeah, uh, the odd time when you're doing like architectural or commercial builds. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It, it stops some people in their path, though, eh? because they, you know, we don't build our own roofs anymore. Really, um, it's kind yeah, of taken I mean, out it's of the cup. Pretty similar hand. over here. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I know in Australia, you guys do a lot more stick framing probably than we do in New Zealand as well. Um, you know, there's probably not even many people over here that have even framed up a rake wall themselves. It just turns up on a truck yeah. and you stand it yeah, up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of I. I I live on the coast here where there are a lot of architectural homes and, you know, things aside from normal. So I get to do a lot of work that's, um, you know, it's stick framed. There might be a bit of a pitched roof somewhere to do, but pretty much if they can use a a roof truss, they will use a roof truss. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas the frame, 
the architectural stuff tends to lean more towards stick framing and the uh you know the volume stuff is just all comes on a truck yeah yeah for sure yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah i mean this and uh, here's one uh you know i'm thinking about architectural um kind of houses and framing applications you know can you do you have a calculator i'm probably gonna um, ask something i shouldn't but do you like have a calculator that could figure out how to build curve walls uh, in terms of like radiuses of circles and how to set out a curve wall with a calculator is that possible it probably is <laughs> <laughs> but as you'll guess by my answer yeah it's not in any of our apps <laughs> okay sweet yeah nah. I, I i've had to i've had to build a couple of curve walls like over the journey and yep. it's been very much uh like let i like to cookies the cookies uh my mate that I, I did my apprenticeship with and um things that are done without math is cookies way in my mind i like to do those cookies way <laughs> <laughs> very very much just start and and get it as close as we can and, yeah and you know you get the same result generally oh, totally as long as you, yeah you get yeah. the same result just, oh, yeah yeah all the curve walls I've been involved with has been exactly Cookie's way as well. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, okay, cool. So from the so you you came out with Quick Chippy uh, back in the day it was the calculations. You moved on to the decks, the raking wall, and then where is it kind of now, or where did it go after that? Yeah. So um, yeah. So you touched on before our it's called Quick Chippy Pro our. Our pro app, we just we, we named it pro because everyone at that point in time had their app and then their pro version of it. Mm -hmm. um, but it it was it came about um, again. I was just like oh, another problem to solve on what at work. There's you know you walk you go home with that brain fuzz every night of like I've got too many things in my head. There is too many things to remember, um, and I was doing a lot of structural stuff which is like my bread and butter the stuff that i love um where i find uh the two main points for me are at set out and um before plaster gets hung yeah so you guys you guys terminology something different for hanging plaster oh uh jib stopping is probably what we're jibbing yeah jibbing. i've heard yeah, you jibbing. Guys refer on, oh, on oh hanging podcast, oh, okay putting up jib board yeah it's uh it's yeah, yeah. basically the company who runs the market over here so you call it yeah okay. call it jib you know okay. well, uh, i think yeah. some other yeah, yeah yeah there's probably other um examples of that uh in fact yeah what are they yeah i'm not i'm not sure of any northern other. states of I did some work up north here, just like a little bit at one stage, and they all just call it um, dip rock. Put, yeah, dip rocking. Yeah, same thing. It's a brand. Yeah, whereas here in Vic, it's just called plaster. Yeah, plaster fair board. enough. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, getting back, yeah. So hanging plaster, like before, I'd set out hanging plaster. I'd be forever writing lists of like what needs to happen so that nothing gets forgotten. Mm. And I'd go home with like so much info in my head, <laughs> just like, oh, oh, have I forgotten to put that nog in the wall, that block in the wall for the, you know, the TV bracket or something mm -hmm. before the plaster goes on. And I was like, oh, I really should just write these lists out once so that I've got them. 
I was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> I, I smell an app here. If there's, if there's, <laughs> if I need these lists written out, so yep. might everyone else. So anyway, that's how the next one was born. So I, um, I wrote out a full list, start to finish of the carpentry in a house build. Um, and tried to, I, I talked to some, um, some people in other states here to try and add in some of the terminology and, you know, like try and make it a little bit, not just too localized. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, just did, did that. And we, we made a full list. So we've got, we called it quick lists just to go with the, the quick naming. And, yep. um, we've got a full, a full list of, you know, start to finish of a house build. So at any stage, so instead of writing out my lists and like being completely brain fast as to whether I'd forgotten anything or not, I can now just look at my list and you can add, you know, there's always things specific to jobs and stuff like that. So you can add in as many things as you want to your list. Um, from there, we were like, this would be much better if you could share it to everyone at work. Mm. So then that kind of grew into a team sharing function. Um, where you can create a team and add a job because you might have multiple jobs going on at any one time. And within that job, you can, you know, invite whoever you want into it, who can see your job notes, your quick list for that job. And, and also what material we put a material list in there too. So that's how, that's how quick Chippy pro came about. And, uh, the, we sort of, we sort of went from the, we put the calculators in there because um, that's the link to the old um, and yeah, the lists and then the team sharing. And then um, at the time I thought it'd be really good to sort of create a bit of a carpentry community. Um, and so we put the smoko room in there for that fact. And Instagram kind of was um already big or already getting big but it was it didn't quite have the carpentry content that it has now at that point in time so we kind of thought that we might be able to provide lots of lots of carpentry content to to people and we started out doing that and if you look in there now you'll see that there's a lot of stuff um posted a few years ago and mm -hmm. hopefully a lot of good stuff because there's a lot of info in there um but as Instagram grew and and we could see from our – we have analytics that basically just – we can't see what's going on in there, but we can see which, which parts are getting clicked into the most. Um, so we could just see that the lists, the um, calculators and the, um, and the team sharing functions were getting clicked into a lot as, as the membership grew. Um, and everyone was spending their what I'll call their smoko room time on Instagram. So mm. we kind of um, we started looking at other avenues and how to use um, how to use the smoko room. As I mentioned at the start, my wife's been sick for last was sick for a little while for the last eighteen months. So I kind of got a little bit preoccupied over there. And Benny, who sprinkles the magic on uh, from a computer sense, he was um, busy with his other business. So. We put the smoko room on hold, but um, as as you know, because I've just contacted you just recently, we're, we're we're just sort of repurposing that at the moment as a, um, more of a forum, I guess. So we've just 
put some work into it so that um, people can comment and video comment and um, photo comment into any post that we make. Um, and we're going to use that space um, to, I guess there's a lot of, co- a lot of good content makers out there like yourself now that are making the, the appropriate content for carpenters that didn't exist sort of four or five years ago. Um, so we just want to be a collaborator of that of that stuff now a little bit more. So, you know, hopefully tell a lot of people that guys like yourself are making a lot of good, interesting stuff for, for the carpentry community, really, and and spread the word of that there is there is. Um, I'll talk around in circles a little bit. I like to do that, but <laughs> like there's there's. You come out of your apprenticeship as a carpenter and you get a lot of support and a lot of learning at that point in time. And then I think nobody wants to know about you until you want to become a registered builder or you want to, you know, get off the tools and learn that part of the trade. So kind of a lot of people want to sell you a lot of software and stuff like that when you want to get off the tools. But for that period in between from your apprenticeship until then, which can be 20 or 30 years for a lot of people, um, you're kind of just left to learn on site and that's about it. And that's why I see Quick Chippy Pro, um, you know, being something that's actually for carpenters on site and a smoker room that has content that's actually for carpenters like your podcast and like a lot of the videos that are going on Instagram at the moment. Um, so I'm starting to, yeah, contact a lot of those people and hopefully we'll get to share a lot of their content straight to our our members oh that's awesome man uh far out yeah you touched on a lot there that's great i <laughs> yeah. I, I mean there's a lot i want to ask i you got wound that. up yeah no fair <laughs> enough that's what i do you you've listened to the podcast so you've you've heard that before but um man yeah uh I, I want to go back. I want to pick apart what you've just said because there's a lot of things I want to expand on because it was really interesting, especially Quick Chippy <laughs> Pro came out um, and this um, team sharing aspect is really interesting. I think that's cool that you can, especially if you're someone like yourself, if you're a business owner or if you're a foreman or a leading hand or whatever and you can have ways of um, sharing things with the guys on site. That's genius. Um, you know, surely that helps just, I feel like that would help in general to kind of boost the team's efficiency or morale or get everyone on the same page. Cause especially sometimes as a carpenter or even as an apprentice, you're kind of, um, left outside a lot of that stuff. You don't have to worry about ordering materials or, uh, you know, you kind of just go for it and oh yeah, I'll cut economically, but timber just comes to me and i cut it <laughs> you know yeah so, yeah yeah so, like handy as to kind of be able to be involved in that and understand what goes into the job or maybe what the people running the job are up to and you being able to share with that or have like a to-do list or a hit list on site that it's like okay this week you know we've got an inspection we've got to get all this house wrapped and seal taped and whatever it may be and you kind of you know what you're up to for the day. I like that. I reckon that's awesome. So can can people who are sharing within the same team, can everyone input things into lists or can say if you have a hit list, can someone go in and, you know, tick that job off? So if I did that today or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so that's 
the 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 quick lists are literally you, you you tap on it when you've done it and it puts a line through it and that's that's that done and it, and that goes to everyone's phone in the team sweet so um everyone's to-do list is you know is at the same point i guess yeah um and and kind of like the it, it's titled job notes um in the app but each job that you create has got job notes quick list and to do i mean and sorry a material list and um and the job notes i find instead of like it's basically a text messaging function mm-hmm. within that job so any text that you know you might send to each other about work um you can refer back to it a lot easier instead mm-hmm. of scrolling back through, you know, months and months of text messages, just like, oh, we're on the job at Smith Street. I'll just click on Smith Street and there it is. So things like, um, you know, photos of stuff that get hidden in walls. I don't know oh, if yeah. you're big on that, but I'm, oh, big yeah. of take, I'm big on taking photos before the plastic gets hung. Yeah. So that, so, so that like, I just go around with the texture and, and, and write some measurements on the, on the nog or the block in the wall. Um, take a photo of it and it's just there in job notes. So instead of trawling back through months and months of photos or or text messages or whatever, you just go into the job and and up it pops. I even I had to find an had to find a um I was putting a bracket up in my own place, which my own place is just over two years old now. And I I clicked in and I had to scroll back through about six photos and there it was. I just screwed straight into it the other day. So I was pretty happy with myself. <laughs> Got awesome. myself a little pat on the back for that one. <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> I love that. That's cool, man. Oh man, that's yeah, that's awesome. That's really handy. Um Man, I want to go into this more. I hope you've got a little bit more time because I want to keep on yeah, talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. sweet. Um, I'm interested to know over and where you're working. What's uh, I have to ask this, and um, just out of interest, obviously you've created an app, and for that app to be functional on site, people have got to be on their cell phones. What's the kind of culture or um, rules around cell phones on site, on your average job site in, in Australia, like? Uh, over here, if I see my apprenticeship on their phone, fo- uh, sorry, if I see my, one of my apprentices on his phone, like I'm not stoked about it, <laughs> and I don't yeah, know yeah. if I, I don't know if I'd buy it if he even told me he was doing measurements. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it, it's the same. It's I think yeah. it's the same everywhere you go, and and different people have different tolerances for it. Um, I've definitely worked on sites where. Um, you know, some people have said, if I see a phone out around here, I'm going to throw it in the bin or, you know, and I've worked on others where everyone's on their phone every second of, you know, of the day mm-hmm. looking at this, that and the other. Um, personally, I think there's, you know, you, you do need to get your calculator out from time to time. So, you know, you do need to be on your phone. Um, a lot of plans of these days, some of the builders that um, I do work for don't even provide paper plans. Mm-hmm. They'll just send the plans out to everyone because so, it's there it is in a folder on your phone. So yeah, you've got to be on your phone to, yep. to a degree. Um, I think that's, you know, uh, I, we, we did a little, a uh, couple of years ago, we did a funny little piss take on that um, where we, we filmed um someone looking at their phone i think i might have even done this one but we found someone looking at their phone and they were looking at i can't remember what it might have been a, um 
you know, Netflix or or porn or something that wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> something that they weren't supposed to be. And then the yeah. boss chimes in with, what are you doing on your phone? And then they just quickly flick it onto quick chippy and hold the phone up and just working out the measurements, boss. Yeah. No. So we have had a little bit of play with that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, I think it's here to stay. And I think you quickly work out who's taking the piss and who's legitimately looking something up on their phone. Yeah. And actually, in saying that, you can get better at looking like you are legitimately t- looking something up on your phone. <laughs> yeah, there is a technique <laughs> get, to it. <laughs> get, get a pencil out. Um, here, here you go, apprentices, everyone except those that work for Adam. Um, yeah. <laughs> get your pencil out and yeah. stand at a bit of ply or a stud wall. Yeah, and make it look like you're writing stuff down as you look at your phone. <laughs> and that's a it's a much better way to hide the fact that you're actually looking. <laughs> you're actually looking at text messages or uh, or whatever it is, Facebook. Yeah, or you're stuck in the smoker room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, I've seen some apprentices who have just absolutely mastered that really like pondering face, like they're doing mathematics on their phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm pretty convincing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Helping everyone out right now. Don't disturb me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but um, all jokes aside, um, yeah, I agree, and yeah, I kind of. Uh, I'm not, I'm definitely not that harsh on site. Um, I uh, 100% like I think carpenters need to embrace as much technology as we can, otherwise we'll get left behind. To be perfectly honest, so something like yeah, this, what you're yeah. doing is is um, is awesome. And I think if you can get a team culture where everyone really buys into it, uh, surely. I mean, uh, you must have some feedback from kind of a company-wide situation or teams or even your own experience of using this within a team environment. It must have added to the efficiency on site surely yeah oh, it's 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 crazy that like the variations in one what people like everyone that you talk to has got a different favorite thing that they use it for mm. so no no two answers are like you know you start to see a few patterns over time but but some people will just be like oh mate oh. and and people are funny too they'll quickly tell you that i don't use it for anything else but oh the material list oh the material list i just every bit of material you know and then the next person will come along and and they'll say i haven't had too much of a look at the rest of it but oh the job notes i just keep all i just can find my job notes so easy and i can share them with my mate and then i've i've, I've worked with some guys who who have everyone on their team except the boss Oh yeah, and they just send messages around about stuff that's going on at work, and they're literally using it for a piss take. So <laughs> oh, the, the, the the you know the the uses of far and varied, but um, <laughs> it's the, the feedback is it's generally around you know that the fact that everyone can get the message at once. You know, I guess it's like there's messaging apps out there like WhatsApp and Messenger and stuff like that where you can do that um, to, to a broader team. But the fact that you can do it and then refer back to it um, and the, all your carpentry stuff's sort of there as one altogether. Yeah. That's kind of the thing that, that – and, and I, I get back to like the, the you know, the, 
the first thing that popped into my head that was that I walk around with a brain fuzz all day, you know, like, oh, it takes so much. You wake up in the middle of the night and you think, oh, did I do that thing on that job? <laughs> and the fact that you can just take it out of your head and put it into your pocket and have a few other people looking over that as well for you, like you're not solely responsible for remembering that thing and it's not going to be completely forgotten if it goes out of your head kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. That's clutch. I, I can imagine it being just really beneficial, especially um, for small business and for small business owners or for contractors as well. You know, uh, just as a as another tool. I mean, of course, that's what it is. But you know, like the company that I'm working for now, we, they've invested in some pretty expensive software to kind of do what your app's doing. Um, yeah, uh, certain things of it anyway, uh, you know, or you'll you'll take all those job site photos on your phone and then you'll put them into Dropbox and then you'll put them into different files and, you know, uh, it sounds like you've found a way to kind of beat all of that or at least make it more accessible for like, uh, I wouldn't say like a less professional environment, but just more. Yeah, no, that, that, I'm not offended by less professional even like that's exactly more accessible is exactly what we've tried to do. Yeah. We get some people ask, you know, like, Oh, can I save my plans and can I do this? And can you, you know, more complex operations, I guess. Mm. And, um, you know, I'll always have those conversations with people, but generally the answer is not really because we've, not made a $200 or a $10,000 software. We've made um, $13. I think it's $13 in Oz. I don't even know actually what that converts to, what, what it oh, is on, on say, your app store. I'd say 15 um, bucks probably would be, yeah, be yeah. Uh, something close to that, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the twelve ninety nine a year here and 15 bucks a year, you know, yep. in New Zealand. And it's, you know, we, we just try and make it, much more valuable than that and mm-hmm. and that's what we're you know hopefully doing you know when you think about what else you can get for that in a year um we, we yeah. just try and stick to that and we actually don't want to there's enough software out there that can do far greater things than what we're doing but we they're not simple on-site tools and that's what we want to stick to because yeah that's you know that's where i spend my day and that's where the ideas are born basically yeah, exactly. I love it, man. That's why it's obviously that's why it's called Quick Chippy. And like you say, you're trying to target, I mean, something maybe for the kind of smoker room that you were saying, but also you're really targeting carpenters. You know, you're not targeting project managers or like big commercial construction companies. You're targeting the guys who are out there doing it on the tools yeah. who, are, you know, maybe you're a leading hand or even if whatever it is, you, you know, it's handy to have material lists or just job lists or, anything whether you're an apprentice or you're running the site so fuck yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's so good yeah fuck i love it I'm, I'm like instantly i'm like man i gotta try and get my whole team on this i don't know how i'd get it past um past my senior management but i reckon this would be a great idea for the guys just to, just tell them to buy it for themselves it's only 13 bucks yeah 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 or just yeah be able to 
Yeah, because so, I won't complain about that. No, definitely. <laughs> no, I'd fuck. I'd buy the. I'd buy it for them out of my own money if it. Uh, I think it would help straight away on site because I'm also thinking of it from a site manager point of view. Whereas, like, by doing that and engaging people more in the project, you're. It's a win-win, man. Everyone's going to buy in a little bit more. Just be that. Just increase your engagement or increase your ability to do quick calculations is efficient, but also with lists and with material ordering and teaching guys how to do that simply and easily in a kind of format that they're familiar with. You're kind of teaching uh, maybe apprentices or carpenters about methodology and zooming out and seeing the construction process as a whole and what goes into the wood that they're cutting every day. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you say like it's 15 bucks over here um, and it's so cheap and for what you'll get out of it is just a lot. I've just done a podcast where I'm kind of uh, trying to give like hints and tips during your apprenticeship. And I say to people like you should invest in yourself. Right. Um, and for 15 bucks, like, man, that's what other tool can you buy at Bunnings for 15 bucks that can do all of that you know <laughs> yeah that's, that's yeah, yeah. awesome and it's so it's so good but I could also imagine you know just because it is a podcast and I like to yarn about this kind of stuff like it's hard to um I could imagine it's hard to convince people who are so used to just pillaging from the internet to even cough up that's, 15 that's bucks the or thing. something like that that's the thing an app <laughs> like the, the word app straight away puts people into a mindset of yeah I I can't pay for that. <laughs> yeah, you almost the, the challenge is almost to do what you just did then and say, you know, what other tool could you get for for fifteen bucks? You know, let's compare. That's sort of like our, you know, if if you get the time that you and I have just had together to explain what what it can do, you know, like people start to go, oh, yeah, great, that's amazing. I'm going to have a go of that. But yeah. if you just you know that that. 10 second interaction you know yeah i can convince people that it's probably a good thing but they also know that it's an app and they may have to pay and, <laughs> <laughs> and that a lot of people will shy away from oh uh, it's, yeah. fu- it's funny so so we've um benny and i my, my partner in quick chippy we've also got um a thing called the drop sack, which is, which is a drop. It's a rain cover for your drop saw. So oh, right. it's like so far removed from like quick chippy and and um, and the apps. Um, drop sack is so. My old mate Cookie, um, Cookie's actually passed now. He, he passed in his thirties from cancer, which is real sad. Oh gosh! But um, yeah, so I, I refer fondly to Cookie, but. His his dad was a canvas sewer, and he sewed him this um this cover for his saw, like to keep the rain off it. And I was mm. like, oh, those, those things are that's awesome. Can I have one? And he was like, oh yeah, maybe. Oh, it's you know this and that. And he sort of ummed and ah. And I was like, I went away and I rang Cookie, and then I rang his dad, and I was like, these things are amazing. You guys need to make these. And they're like, not interested. <laughs> well, well, can I? And um, they said, yeah, yeah, go for it. So we we did. We got a bunch made up and um, and we 
used, um, we put a little ad at the bottom of um, the original Quick Chippy with the with the link to the drop sacks, and we've got drop sacks and we've got a little store on our um, on our Quick Chippy page where we had some t-shirts and hoodies and and drop sacks. And the drop sacks, they're a physical item. So as opposed to an app where you say to someone, um, you know, it's it's thirteen dollars and it can do all of these things, people go. This thing can cover my saw. Yes, I'm going to pay for that. <laughs> and they, that, they have like we've just sold out of them again. We're just about to make another order of um, drop sacks. They've just like we we kind of let them sit for a little bit, and just before Christmas, we just did a cheap ad on Facebook. We've done no, no, we don't have an Insta page. We don't have a oh, we do have a Facebook page for the drop sack, but just we've kind of done done that. It's just a side hobby. Um, you know, while we've, we've, you know, been busy with our app business and they just keep selling out. So we're, we're about to make a bigger order and actually put a little bit of effort into the drop sacks as well because awesome. um, pretty much people see those and that's a physical thing and I want one, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a, it keep, you know, I don't have to put a jacket over my saw every time it rains now. I can yeah. put this cover over it and it'll just sit there. Yeah, so there you go. We've, there's another thing that we've got as well canvas saw covers called drop sacks look those up man you'll like those that's a sick idea yeah i wouldn't yeah even thought about that i just yeah use the plastic that covers the timber or your rain jacket yeah, or yeah. whatever and it, you blows, know. and it blows off on the first gust and then you've got to put it on there again yeah and, and it's real it, you know? awkward to get put on and like someone will use the saw and then not put it back on and it's like oh <laughs> yeah 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 that's funny but you're yeah. right about people were more willing to pay for a physical object uh, i guess i don't know is it because carpenters are quite practical people and we need things here and now but then again you think to be able to see and touch it maybe but i mean it's a pretty modern world like uh, the idea that we still like run away from paying for things that uh you know like digital products is kind of like bizarre even though we're in such a state of kind of technology 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 and you think like oh what could this do for you for 15 bucks you're like nah bro i'm not paying for an app <laughs> yeah yeah it, it is there is at the same time as there's um there's like a lot of people that do run away and do have you know you do have those i do have those conversations over and over i think it's because people are more willing to have that conversation for a bit of banter mm. um once you know them or you half know them um but also we've sold a lot of apps so yeah you know, there's it. proof that people are willing to willing to you know invest just a few bucks and and have something good on their phone we've we've been we've been quick chippy's been number one in australia on the app store in uh in its category like several times and I don't keep as close an eye on the NZ app store, but we've been as cl as close as number three there a couple of times. So, you know, we've sold a lot of apps as well. So it's 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 certainly there's certainly a lot of carpenters out there who are willing to you know to further themselves and have a little bit of a dip and you know spend a couple of bucks on being a little bit better at what they're doing. Yeah, shit. Yeah, thank God for that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I love that. That's good. Yeah, good on you. I mean, you're doing carpentry service really at the end of the day, uh, Ryan, and um, 
shit, I'm going to fuck this up. But your friend was Ben, right? Ben, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you're doing carpentry a service at the end of the day, Ryan and Ben. So, uh, I mean, yeah, good on you. Thanks for doing well, that, really. I really hope so. Yeah. Hope so. Oh, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, man, drop six. That's a, that's a genius yeah. idea. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Those things are selling like hotcakes. I yeah, bet they are. Yeah. You want to give yeah, those to, um, what's old mate's name, um, Jack at the People's Tool Company up in Melbourne. Oh, I heard. Country. I listened to Jack's. Your podcast with Jack just before Christmas, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're, we're sort of, yeah, we're going to put some time into that once we get this next order in. Um, but just hopefully by the time you get this one up, Benny will have um, updated the the new website that we've just done for Dropsack with with an order now button, yeah, pre-order. Um, but, yeah, we, we need to get onto someone like Jack. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean, spread, spread the love. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, yeah, they do pretty well. Those kind of um, like boutique tool websites have become pretty popular, or just people creating stuff like that, just going out there and do it because no one else is doing it. I had another podcast with a guy over here called Regan who created his own six hundred millimeter rule. The, the good rule. Yeah, it's, and it's. I just, it's I just great. got my good. I just got my good rule two weeks ago. Oh, sweet. <laughs> And I got it after I listened to your podcast. So there you go. You've made Regan a couple of bucks. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Where's my um, commission, Regan? <laughs> yeah, you'll have to hit Regan up for that. I've, just been in con- I've actually just been in contact with Regan as well on um, on Insta. And I said, mate, these things are amazing. Yeah. And, um, and you know, let's put it, let's let everyone know in our smoker room. And, and you know, there's a lot of eyeballs over here that will see that. So hopefully... Yeah. Um, Hopefully we can put a couple of bucks in Regan's pocket as well because they're cool. Yeah, they're they just are. smart. They're just smart. Uh, yeah. yeah, they are. Um, yeah, I had a. I'll, I'll tell Regan this as well, but I had a. I don't know what you'd call them over in Australia, but I had like a pre-roof inspection, um, and I was kind of showing the inspector the centers that we'd screwed off our plywood for our flat roofs make sure you know they're meant to be 150 mil centers between these 10 gauge screws around the perimeter of the ply and he's like oh that's a pretty flash ruler and we just had about a 10 minute conversation about my (laughs) ruler and he didn't even like i shouldn't say that but he hardly hardly, after he thoroughly thoroughly checked off the roof (laughs) yeah he passed me and we were best of mates that's the story yeah but uh yeah you should definitely um try something similar with quick chiffy and bust out a quick measurement in front of an inspector and i guarantee it'll get you through the day you can make a you can make a podcast on the conversations people have had with inspectors just to rush through their inspection oh mate yeah i was talking about it like the other day after the inspector goes home and it always brings up those yarns in the smoker room on inspection day because it's it's people like (laughs) just talking about all the things that you like your little techniques to get things passed. Like obviously, Hey, we're all carpenters here. We're not like hiding dodgy work, but, um, uh, Gosh, I probably shouldn't even say that. I don't know if I'll, I'll keep keep this in, but one of one of the tricks that I like to do with the pre- with uh, inspectors now that we're on this is like, 
leave them a real obvious thing that they can yes. just justify yes. their job uh, by going like, oh, you haven't put that joist hanger on. And you go, oh, silly me. I can't believe the joist hanger off. What a bugger. Like, where it nearly smacks them in the head as they walk through the front door. And yeah. like, yes, you found that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, I yeah. That. I know. Yeah. You're the best. What would we do without you? Far out. Yeah. That, that that works for me every time. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm I'm all. I, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. Sidetrack. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm sure there's a um application that you can bust out quick chippy and and get a win on a on an inspection or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee. Yeah. And then and then just the little sly. Tell the guy on the next site, will you please? Yeah, to right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, oh man, I diverted. I wanted to talk more about the drop sack. So is it like a one size kind of fits all scenario? Obviously there's different size drop saws and I'm assuming you can't like use the saw while the drop sack's on it. It's literally like it's raining. No, Put this on the saw. Yeah. So it's quite a heavy case. So it's one size fits all, yep. um, 600 by 400 by 350. So it fits over, like it pretty much fits over any, any saw. Um, that people will take portable onto site. Um, you know, it might not fit over a big shop, a huge shop store, but um, any portable saw it'll fit over. Um, so yeah, it's and it's quite heavy canvas. So you literally, it almost holds its form as a rectangular sort of shape. If you you know if you want it to, and you just throw it over the top of the. Um, I was just doing a demonstration for you on this audio podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, throw, yeah. Throw it over the uh, the drop saw and and it just sits there and it doesn't blow away and then you can just pick it off when you want to use it. So, I mean, that's kind of the thing we toyed around. When, when it got to us making our own version of it, we toyed around with the weight of it mm. probably was the main thing as well mm. as the size to to make sure that you could just literally drop it over, hence the name. Um, yeah. Drop it over your drop saw and, and it would stay there and then just pull it off and away you go again. But we put handles in it. That was our... That was us being geniuses from the first to the second model. We put handles in it, and now um, most people that get one come back and get another one because they use their first one to carry tools around in because <laughs> they're quite strong. Yeah, it's just the right size that you can just carry them. So they turn into tool bags. Yeah, and then they have to. Then they come back and get another one off us so that they can have one to cover their saw. <laughs> yeah, that's genius, man. And I think next you need to figure out something to. Um, carry a drop saw efficiently my gosh like the amount of struggles you see guys like a big old drop saw like from the van onto the stand on side or like oh man it's sometimes it's an absolute bloody nightmare (laughs) yeah that is like yeah that would someone if someone out there is listening to your podcast that can somehow make a drop saw fly or have wheels really efficiently (laughs) (laughs) yeah they'll be on a winner absolutely yeah struggle Nice. Okay. Um, so what not, about, um, what about, uh, bloody table saw sack? I can't come up with a good name for it, but that's probably the table saw sack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know that you've just cost me probably a hundred hours of brain time coming up with a good table saw sack now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Table that's, sack. That, yeah. Table sack. <laughs> <laughs> it's, going, it's, it's going into some dicey area. Isn't it? Yeah. I it's, think so. Um, it's, it's um yeah what are we, what are we going to call that one but yeah table saw is it do you think table saws are a pretty common standard 
size. I guess they are, aren't they? Yeah, I think they are. The portable ones the, the, definitely the, are. Yeah, the yeah. portable ones are. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, sure. There's I think it. you just invented the table sack. Sack. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, good luck. I'm sure. I don't know if they're common, but uh, at least I'd say in architectural building, some sites don't allow table saws. Um, you call them table saws in Australia. I'm not confusing yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah sweet. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. S- yeah, some people wouldn't allow them, but um, yeah, they're, they're great We've if you can have one definitely. set up. Yeah. We've definitely, like, they're pretty common now. Like, 10 years ago, no, but, yeah, definitely now, like, someone's generally got one set up on a site. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, particularly for timber cladding or, you know, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, lots of things, but. Hmm. Cool. So, yeah, I, I wanted to uh, go back to, I don't know how I'll dice this up, whether I just let it run, but I wanted to go back to what you're doing with the smoko room a little bit and kind of, um just say that uh, first of all i think it's a cool idea because you're targeting that audience that you are targeting um so it allows you to be pretty specific with the content that you're putting on there but i I would definitely say that i can see what you mean about like instagram blow up um but and don't get me wrong i really enjoy the instagram trade community but it's um there's only so much you can do with it right you can take like a kind of uh, swag building photo and um, you know pose with a cool tool and put it on Instagram and have a little yarn about something you did on site but you can't kind of like discuss methodology all that well or you can't kind of talk about exactly what you did on site or hey you need help with this or you know I mean you, you're going to tell me what the smoker room is kind of about not only just sharing content but there's definitely kind of a gap in the market I think for um, social media or at least just giving out more carpentry based content that applies to you know especially like kind of our cell phone generation uh there's some old school kind of websites that used to do it i remember in my apprenticeship you'd scroll through like these old school forums where these old battlers would be swapping war stories and you know uh, or like uh it's quite common i think in the like uh i would say like furniture making and joinery kind of uh, online culture where they'll have forums and they'll discuss all sorts of stuff. So it's cool that there's now something like a 21st century or a, well, no, a, you know, a 2021 version of that for carpenters. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah we, I mean, we've basically started again with the smoker room. So if you, if you were to look in there right now today, you would see that it's a little bit haphazard, um, in the, the posting of the last um, period of time because we are just setting ourselves to go again with the smoker room. It, it's, it's, if, you, if you scroll back away, there's some quite good content in there. Um, a lot of apprentice-based stuff, like um, just, you know, naming things and mm. naming, you know, timber components or, or roof truss types or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we made um, we or someone who was working with us at the time made all of that content, and it was kind of a us telling you style. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much. A, it was less interactive, I guess. Mm. Um, it was. It was a way just to kind of you know that sharing of knowledge, so that which is you know in line with 
what people are doing for themselves in the team sharing part, that sharing of knowledge. So, you know, people's experience in in carpentry can grow quicker kind of thing. Um, now I see, now that we, we, we had that pause in the smoker room that we had, um, I see that there's a lot of good content out there now that, that we don't have to make. Um, you know, as I've mentioned back a couple of times, guys like yourself making podcasts. Um, there's a lot of YouTubers now that are making more carpentry-based stuff. There's a lot of people doing videos for Insta. Um, and even some of those Insta ones that are like, they're really just a look at me kind of thing, but you, you can learn from them. You, yeah. you can learn from, you know, seeing how someone else, you know, uses their nail gun or or seeing how someone else, you know, cuts a piece of timber. You can just pick up little things along the way. Um, it's not no longer that, you know, that those old monotone ones that you were referring to before where uh, the blokes, you know, take piece of timber, mark piece of timber. You know, it, yeah. it's not that anymore. And um, we are just hoping to spend the next, you know, little little while sharing some of that great stuff that's out there now. So our, our smoke room works that we can share YouTube. Um, our video is through YouTube. So mm-hmm. um, we had to make a YouTube channel just basically for the fact that we want to share um, share video from YouTube and which means that also we can approach other people and say, hey, do you want to share your video into our, you know, straight to a bunch of carpenters, um, which is, you know, it's a, it's a win-win hopefully that people who are making content get more eyeballs on their content because that's essentially why they do it. And we get more, um, you know, good, valuable um, stuff for our carpentry members to to look at that, you know, so they can continue to learn and grow and invest in themselves and, you know, spend some time actually trying to be a better carpenter. Definitely, yeah. I think uh, I applaud you for um, having those goals, and I think it's going to be quite a task to rip some apprentices um, away from Instagram and the kind of glamorous yeah. side of it, and like frothing over Martini's hammers and um, and that kind of stuff, uh, which is fun. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, it's uh, it's nice to know that there's an offering like that where you can invest some time into actually learning some stuff that's going to help you out on site uh, instead of kind of mindlessly scrolling, you know, it's all good info that you could use when you get your tool bag back on or whatever it yeah. may be. So yeah. yeah, bloody good. With with any like, I mean, we see, we see the smoker room as a bonus, a bonus to, you know, to the main functions of the app. Um, which hopefully, hopefully people will get enough value out of just say the lists alone over the course of a year. You know, mm-hmm. if we can save, most people would earn more than thirteen dollars in half an hour. Um, you know, if we can save you half an hour over the course of a year just from the list, then we've we've done our job. And I think that with the team sharing, with the lists, and then hopefully with the bonus, you know, stuff that we'll give everyone in the smoker room they can already see the value and they can either choose to go come away from Instagram and have a look at some pretty specific stuff in, 
in the Smoko room or or they don't have to and they've still got themselves a good app. For sure, man. For yeah, for thirteen or fifteen bucks over here, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. I think you need to put your prices up. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah, good on you. I mean, yeah, uh, it's cool. It's cool that um, I'm stoked. I've kind of found out about this. To be honest, like I'll be real straight up. You know, I'll I'll just have a bunch of different apps on my phone for lists and for calculating rises and falls and all sorts of stuff. So the idea that there is something out there that puts it all in one, like um, I'm not going to get, uh, how should I say that? <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just stoked about that. I don't know how else to say that. So yeah, that's awesome. Man. Oh, that's it, good. It, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to talk about like that? We haven't hit that kind of you're up to that we can um, hover on a bit more. Like, man, you're a pretty, you're a pretty inventive sort of character. Eh? I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Like, you're pumping out maths. You, you're growing roses. <laughs> you're building houses. You're um, caring for your kids and your wife. You're making drop sacks. Like, it's intense. It's <laughs> at the same time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like, I just, I just like, um, I just like interesting things i've been i've been a chippy for uh 03 so 18 years mm. um but along the way a couple of dodgy knees um so along the way a couple of times that like the physical side of things got a bit harder i did some disability support for a day a week um i did a bit of tafe teaching um so I've dabbled outside and I just, I think I'm someone who's just drawn to, you know, opening a lot of doors. I find that like it just blows my mind each and every time I get something new to do. That's why I was like, you were like, when I said, oh, you know, can we, can we um, tell the world about your podcast? And you said, hey, come on the podcast. I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do that. I haven't done that before. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, yeah, if someone asked me to come on a podcast, I'd be pretty stoked. But yeah, you're, not everyone's kind of uh, maybe wants to expose themselves in that way, especially maybe on my one because I ask a lot of um, why questions which is annoying to my wife at least. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, nah, man. Yeah. It's intense. And, and I, um, I can see what you're saying. It's, it, I find just if you busy yourself or if you're passionate about something, you'll just never get bored. Like ever since I started building, I've never been bored on site ever. There's always something to do specific to carpentry that keeps me interested, but also, um, you know, having little things on the go all the time outside of work, little side projects. It's a great way to just, um, man, it lifts your spirits. I think like you don't, you don't have time to be bored or to, uh, get down cause you always got something else to do. Like you've got a bunch yeah, of responsibilities yeah. you have to handle and it keeps you, it keeps your mind away from, um, a lot of stuff and, and focuses on getting things done, which I think works well for a practically minded person. Like there's, there's nothing better than ticking something off a jobs list. Like I live for that. 
said it's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I felt the joy that you felt as you said that then. I know that's yeah. like a little yeah. bit sad for both of us or it's a little <laughs> bit good, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> totally. <so> cool. <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. You can just create real like low-level jobs just to get little wins all through the day just to boost your boost <laughs> yeah, endorphins yeah. and I'm all about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah good shit that's mad um i think we'll wrap it up so maybe if you want to uh kind of tell people again where they can find the quick chippy app how much it is for them and and all the stuff about the smoker room or just anything else you want to belt out right at the end so people have it in their brain when the podcast finishes so yeah floor is yours bro thank you and thanks very much adam for having me on i um as i said to you at the start i was already a fan of your podcast so it was nice to come on and have a yarn yeah cheers, um, bro. yeah we we you know we, we are in the business of of making apps for for everyone out there and um if if people want to find any of the any of the quick chippy apps quick chippy quick decks quick balls quick chippy pro app store and um through google play for android um drop sacks they're on our website they'll have their own website soon um they are literally walking out the door so um you might have to pre-order one for the next next order and so can i sorry i'll jump in there bro can can uh, is a shipping to new zealand available on the drop sacks is that pretty easy to do i think so we haven't um we haven't ventured over your way yet, so okay. I, I need to I need to check the check the shipping basically. Um, but we're talking to you guys, so I'm going to say yes, and we'll just get it sorted <laughs> for sure. Good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, and and it is like we hope when people get on Quick Chippy Pro, they can um, you know use it for all its all its functionality which is which is what we build it for everyone for from for myself and for everyone else but also you know as we put back into the smoko room this year um hopefully people can go in there and find stuff like what you're doing um videos by people who are making good videos out there now on you know how to build certain things um we've got um a physio has done a stretching course for us specific to um chippies that's um that you know so you can you can based on his injuries that he says carpenters come in with so he's given us a set of stretches that we're going to make some videos that's going to go in the smoker room we've got some other trades doing videos i've just had a tyler do a video on um you know some of the tiling stuff that he sees um comes from carpenters just some hints and tips for carpenters it's all carpentry specific but yeah nice. we're, we're hopefully we're going to get as well as you know all the stuff that we're going to get off good other providers we've got a little bit of our own stuff and hopefully we can get some people talking in there and um, sharing a bit of info of their own because um, there's so much knowledge to be had out there for chippies and like let's you know let's get amongst each other that's what i reckon yeah i agree i think that old stereotype of trade secrets and kind of not you know the uh, telling the guy down the road how to make the money that you're making is kind of gone eh? the way that people want to share knowledge is awesome and i think it's just 
you know, uh, what do they say? You know, all boats rise with uh, the rising tide, or whatever. I just butchered yeah. that saying, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. everyone everyone gets better. So great, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah, cool, man. All right, yeah, thanks again, Ryan. Uh, this has been fun. Definitely encourage people to go and check out that app. I'm just about to buy it when I get off this podcast and like <laughs> kind of punish myself for not having it I'm excited <laughs> to see what it can do tomorrow on site even if it is a Friday I'm sure there's a Friday application on there something somewhere to um, get me through so good excellent yeah let us know let us know how you go sweet will do awesome bro oh yes how good was that cheers to Ryan for taking the time out to come on the show and have have a yarn. That was good banter. I, I bloody enjoyed that one, actually. Uh, Ryan's a, a top guy, and he's doing good things for our industry, keeping himself busy. I love talking to legends like Ryan, who are multi-talented savants who just get out there and get after it in whatever direction they want to, and, you know, have a few more things to their name other than just being a builder. Well, now, nothing against that, but hey, how cool is it where you can uh, follow other little passion projects while you're building? It's definitely possible. A little bit of inspiration for you. Get ready. Uh, You'd be surprised how much time you have and what kind of uses you can put that time towards. Look at Ryan. What a legend. Inventing the drop sack. Well, um, commercializing the drop sack. Quick Chippy in all its iterations. Epic. I've given Quick Chippy a good crack uh, since this recording. And hand on heart, really enjoy it. It's not an ad. Um, Ryan definitely would not choose me as the person to do any advertising. Really no good at that. Um, Wouldn't have the motivation. Probably too honest. So I used the Quick Chippy app. especially for taking down notes, making lists, love a list, Ugh, don't get me started on lists, how good are lists, how good are the quick chippy app lists, pretty good, I think it's awesome that you can share those lists and kind of uh, all the things that you do on the app with your team, I reckon that's a mint, um, I haven't been able to convince my apprentices or co-workers to hop on the app but I've found it really good just for taking down wee lists to shoot off to Bunnings and pick up my gear uh, and just taking down measurements all that kind of good stuff real helpful cheers Ryan for creating an app what a legend and of course your business partner there co-legend cheers guys enjoy it why not? 15 bucks. Holy moly. What are you? Where are you? No, you're not. So don't even worry about it. Yeah, again, go and, go and follow Ryan um, on Quick Chippy on Instagram. To be fair, it's up to absolute nothing. Um, but it's there. Better yet, get the Quick Chippy Pro app and hop on the Schmoko room. And you've got all that good stuff in there. I highly encourage you to get the app. It's on the Apple Store. It's on the Google Play thing. Uh, it's there. There it is. Have a look into the drop sack as well. I'm going to put all the links on the uh, in the thing, and you can look at the thing, and then look at his thing. 
and maybe buy his thing to put over your thing on site. <laughs> Sounds good, eh? Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Started a, started a new podcast. I think I talked about that on the last outro. It's been a while for me. I'm living in parallel dimensions. So excuse the ramblings, but started a new podcast and where ramblings are an everyday occurrence. Started it with my friend Jared over at Epitage Workwear. Uh, and it's another philosophy podcast. That's our niche market, at least me. That's um, I lead that charge. Uh, Want to be the greatest construction philosopher doing a podcast in Norway. So that's my goal. Uh, if you'd like to listen to the Outsiders podcast, you can. It's on all the places where you listen to podcasts. We're also on Instagram at the dot outsiders podcast inside tip. It's a way better Instagram page than the Chippeway Carpenter page uh, because Jared does most things there and he's an Instagram legend. So cheers to Jared for having my back there uh, because I'm an Instagram loser, as you would know if you follow along. Hey. But look, cheers for listening. I appreciate it. I'm enjoying doing the podcast. Um, not doing it once a week is really good. Creative juices. Um, being able to store and bottle a whole bunch of juice over this kind of new schedule that I'm putting these out at. Uh, I want to let you in on something more so because I know no one listens to the outros. And if you do, then good on ya. I want to let you in on a little secret that I have coming up on this podcast. I really enjoy talking to myself and listening to my own voice, as you can probably tell. I want to do a 12-part series on a carpentry apprenticeship. It's inspired by my internet dad. And I want to release one episode per, let's call them rules, 12 rules to being a carpentry apprentice. And each rule will be an episode. I guess you could call it advice, reflections, wisdom, philosophical insights, banter, genius comments from an absolute building legend. So tune in. That's going to be fun. Don't know when that's coming. It's going to take a crap load of work. And really, I'm just saying this um, on the internet. So I actually am sort of forced in a weird way to do it. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, all jokes aside, my career is coming to a path where I have well and truly left my apprenticeship behind. Uh, and I'm starting to, let's say, maybe mentor more apprentices or even go away from carpentry on the tools type work per se, which sort of saddens my soul. Uh, and I feel that I have something to say on carpentry and the journey of an apprentice. So hopefully that is of some interest to some people. I kind of got the idea when talking to 
Nick Moore, um, who comes on the podcast as part of another little series I'm doing called The Path, where I sort of track his apprenticeship and share his trials and tribulations and story with this audience. So we talked briefly on the last episode about some little hacks and some hints and tips and things that he's found useful throughout his apprenticeship. And I thought, there's a 12-part series was my exact thought and that's where this is going to come about so I've got it planned I know what I'm going to say Uh, I just need to figure out the time to do this and that's what I'm working towards so hey thanks for listening thanks for supporting it really appreciate it it was really fun to catch up with all you legions in Auckland um, a couple of weeks ago as well thanks for coming along I want to do that again in a different city or up there when I'm there next Hey, but until next time, cheers for listening, legions. Keep chipping away.